three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have another family member on the show. Shout out to my auntie Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some warm-up int- uh, some warm-up questions, some intro questions just to set the tone. Uh, have some couple of icebreakers in there for you too, so you know we could just kind of ease into it, and then uh, we jump into the main portion of the interview where you choose a number between one and thirty-four. Sound good to you? Sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Well, my very first question for you is: How have you been? Uh, you've been doing good. You've been doing great. How you been lately? Um, it's been interesting. Work has been very, there's been a lot of changes. So just trying to like roll with the punches, I guess, <laughs> and try to do the best I can with, there's like people leaving and a lot of employee changes. So, and I started at a time right before COVID. So I only had like a month and a half of working in person. So it's just been very interesting. Are you but guys, good. Are you guys um, starting back? Oh, can you can you hear me fine? Or yeah, I can hear you. All right, um, I'm getting a little a little feedback. Um, hopefully, if it becomes an issue, I'll I'll just let you know. You might have to put in your headphones back in. Um, okay. But I'll let you know. Uh, are you guys opening up again, or how, how's it looking for you guys up there in Portland? Um, a lot of places are. I thankfully was asked if I wanted to come back to working in person. And I I thought about it. And just with the commute, I live very close, but it's such a hassle that I, I told them, it's like, if I can work from home and just come up, you know, once in a while when I need it, I was like, I prefer that. <laughs> so thankfully, um, I think because one of the management, she likes working from home. So she said, oh, yeah, that." Sounds good to me. I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I think maybe your manager might not want to been been the only one either. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I might have to ask you to put put your headphones back in. Okay. Yeah. If uh, hopefully the buzzing doesn't get too bad. Can you? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. All right. For sure. Um. Well, before we go any further, let's jump into these icebreakers real quick. Uh, okay. This first one is a one-word spelling bee. How do you feel about your uh, uh, spelling bee? I'm a skills? terrible speller. Uh, well, but I'll try it for sure. Uh, this well, your word is going to be handkerchief. You know. Oh, I think it's H A N K E R C H I E F or something like that. You got ninety percent of it. You're missing. Oh, okay. You're missing one letter. Uh, yeah, handkerchief. Handkerchief. Oh, <laughs> the D. Give 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 me the whole no? thing. Give me the whole thing. Oh, H A N D K E R C H I E F. Correct. I was gonna spell chief chef, and oh. I was like, oh no, C H. <laughs> Sorry. Well you, well, you got it. You I'm got tired. It. Well, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to thank you for for coming on. Um, you know, I'm I'm definitely appreciative uh, for you to make time to come on and uh, share your story. I hope. Uh, you know, I always support you. I know, I know, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm more, I'm, I'm more, I'm gracious about other things as well that that you already know so <laughs> more than okay. just coming on yeah. to this show <laughs> and um, you know how family has to do it take care of each other you already know you already know and uh the next icebreaker is a riddle uh how are you with riddles oh goodness <laughs> even when i'm fully awake not very good but i'll try it again <laughs> <laughs> this is the last icebreaker and then and then we'll move okay. on um, this one is what would you find in the middle of Toronto? You kind of got to think outside. Canada? <laughs> you got to think outside the or box in a Canada? little bit. It's 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 not Canada, but <laughs> outside of the box a little bit. You know, with riddles, it's not the obvious choice sometimes. The letter O. Oh, nice! You got it. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. good. I was like, wait, in the word. <laughs> Did that help? The out- That's out- like the out- first out- time ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, bingo. You got it. <laughs> Sounds good. See, good start. Always. Um, 
moving on to the warm-up questions uh the first one is what would you like the audience to know about you um i'm a little i guess you'd say kind of weird and quirky because i have i don't do things all the time like everyone else in my similar situation age or gender but i try to mean well with people around me so even if I'm mostly just entertaining and <laughs> make people laugh, then you kind of got the idea of who I am. So hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if, uh, what's it called? Um, the people, people who, people who don't mind matter, people who matter don't mind. You heard that? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, would that's kind of how I try to go through life. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Would you say you've always been quirky and weird? Like, when did you realize it for yourself that, like, I don't think I'm like everybody else? <laughs> well, I was very quiet when I was younger. And around age 21, I thought, well, why can't I be loud or, you know, like, participate more and engage? So ever since then, I've kind of just been... I definitely push myself like outside of the comfort zone and I try to do things I normally say no to. And I feel like that has definitely shaped me to be a little bit more, just do what makes me happy as long as I'm not hurting someone else. So I feel like I say things that are kind of weird sometimes and people are like, what? But at the same time, some people laugh. So then I'm like, yes, at least one person likes it. Valid- <laughs> so validation. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think it's good. You have to go on that journey if you're, you know, like you're a certain way when you're younger to when you get older and you can just kind of realize the person you want to be. So I feel like I've definitely changed. Um, I still quiet sometimes, but I think it's, I think that's part of the reason why I'm just kind of like, I just want to have fun and like make people laugh and be a positive part of someone's day. So I feel like that's helped. For sure. Kind of with that, like <laughs> people sometimes look at me but then, you know, there's always someone that appreciates it. Would uh, do you still feel weird, or is has there? Because in my mind, is that like, you know, when you're young, you do feel weird. You feel like you're kind of out of place, and then as you get older, you kind of find more people who are kind of weird, like you are, and it doesn't feel as like, you know, I'm not the only one anymore. Like there are people out there like me. How about for you? Do you feel like you found those folks that you just kind of relate with, or is it still like? I'm the odd one out in my group of friends, you feel me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think it depends on the group of people. You know, there's always, like, in everyone's life, you have different types of people you interact with, whether it be with work or school or family. So I feel like I don't really fit in exactly everywhere, but I feel welcome and comforted. So it, I don't necessarily think I need to be you know, like, oh, exactly like somebody else and to feel like I, I matter or I don't know how you like fit in. I, I feel like people get the things that I'm trying to portray and I, I think that it works for me. So it, it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, like, oh, everyone understands me and I'm exactly like these people. I think it's great when it's not, but like there's certain things about people you really like. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, my second question for you in the warm-up is if someone were to pay you a tribute how would you like to be honored so if I was going to tell myself today I'm going to do something in the honor for, honor of Jennifer what could I do my I think the biggest thing I would want people to do is like at least once help someone that you'll never meet or you don't know I feel like um I was lucky in high school, there was a blood drive at my school and I donated one time. And then I kind of just, I didn't think about it for a few years. And I saw a commercial and there was these two cute little girls playing on the beach. And they're like, because of a donor at, you know, the place they're like, I'm able to have, you know, like a fun life. And I was like, oh, that's deep. Like it's to people that I'm never gonna meet. And I, I don't even know, but you're able to help them. And I think that it's a little different than helping people that you might know or might be in your life. Mm, I gotcha. 
Yeah, it's like you you almost get connected to a stranger, you know, in some some sort of yeah, car. yeah, and exactly. I, I mean, so I think it's it's. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. It's all you. It's all you. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say. I just think it's good. Um, there's been a few times where I've noticed people do things that are kind of outside of that, and I I don't think it was me per se, but I'm like I think that's awesome. They kind of see that and they're able to take that with them and maybe spread that to someone else. This that that answer is gonna work all the way into the the one of the final questions, and you'll see why. I'll remind you. But um, my my last question for you is: on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? I think there's still a lot I need to learn about what I'm capable of, or you know, like what I can really do. But I think I'm probably like a seven. I've learned a lot you know, from like 20s to 30s and just even the last few years with, there's just been a lot of things happening. And I, I kind of realized that I don't give myself enough credit sometimes. And if something seems tough, that I can probably figure it out or that I'm able to ask somebody for help if I really need it. For sure. So yeah, I would say probably about a seven. <laughs> What would you say is uh, your, your favorite thing about your personality? Oh, that's hard. Um, I think I try to make people laugh, even when I don't realize I'm doing it. And I think I try because I feel like I pick up a lot on people's um, their emotions without realizing it. And I feel like I want to, you know, I know what it's like to feel sad, so I want to be happy. I feel like that's a good trait to kind of like be light and positive and just make sure they know you're there for them do you feel feel like you could ever be too positive i think that yeah and there's times that i if you know you're having a bad day or a bad moment i have those moments too so i think that it's not always easy to just push through it but if you have someone there trying to help you for me it's always helped, you know, like having someone just kind of, I understand and I'm validating that you have these emotions and feelings, but you know, like try to find a way to come out of it or figure out what's wrong and fix it. So I think it's, it's, it's definitely a balance because everything's not always perfect, which is hard to accept because <laughs> you just want it to, you know, you want it to be puppies and rainbows and ice cream all day. <laughs> Yeah, I wish, I wish. But then, you know, yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have that other side, we wouldn't appreciate puppies and rainbows and everything as much. You That's know? what I think. Yeah. If it's always sunny, how do you appreciate, really appreciate it? That's why I like the rainy days and the sunny days. Then I understand that I really need to appreciate this and be happy about it. You ever heard that saying that, like, um, I guess pain really only last nine minutes and anything past nine minutes is self-inflicted like it comes it's because we want to feel that pain or we like you know we we ruminate on mistakes and thoughts yeah yeah and i don't i don't know if that's true i I think i forgot where i saw it from but uh it it did make me think like damn you know uh sometimes we do hold on to pain i know there's there's things that i hold on to and i'm working to let go of but yeah, it's, it's just a trip to think that, like, if we really, really could let go, like, if that was, I feel like it's a it's a challenge for all human beings because we have our consciousness and our ego and our memories. But um, what life would be like if we if we could just let go after nine, nine minutes and just uh, move actually past it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard that, but I agree. I feel like that's definitely a lot of what I've had to deal with. It's just like, oh, relive that again. I wish I didn't do that, but if you just move past it and try to do better, it'll be a lot less painful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's a challenge, and um, you know, if, if someone out there knows knows the secret or or how to deal with it, let me know. <laughs> oh, me too, please. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we made it to the main portion of the interview where you begin choosing numbers between 1 and 34 there are three levels so there's an easy medium hard depending on how you're feeling um if there's any question that you feel like you want to pass on feel free and uh yeah 
Where would you okay. like to start? Easy, medium, or hard? Uh, it was section C is the easy, or the medium or hard. C is easy. Okay. Yeah. Well, start there. Yeah, we'll go twelve for twelve man. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Sorry, I have to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this one is, uh, what quote comes to mind when you think of your favorite one? There's so many. I know. But... Right? <laughs> one that I've heard that was on a TV show and I don't even know where it originally came from was I'm going to butcher it but it was something along the lines of we forget we're worried about the mountain in front of us but forget the mountain we just climbed so kind of like you're so focused on what's next that you forget what you've accomplished and I think that is very true about so many things you know you get caught up in if your goals and aspirations and then you're like oh wait that's pretty cool what i just did you know you have to kind of stop and reflect and give yourself credit when it's due what's the last mountain you've climbed um i don't know i think i'm still climbing it <laughs> i think i started it a couple years ago and i've just been kind of pushing through and just trying to see where where everything goes you know for sure um so you, are you still just focused on this mountain and uh you know not thinking about the next one just yet yeah basically <laughs> i'm a little tired so i'm like let me just get to the top and then if i start going down the other side i can kind of be a little excited and looking forward and back to, to see where i'm at <laughs> status <you>. check um <laughs> uh, you know i had watched oh what do you think about personality tests? Like, have you taken any? Have you feel like, you know, it kind of, it did describe you well or? Yeah, I've actually had to take a, for a couple different jobs over the years. And I think depending on which one, there were some that were pretty accurate and some that weren't. Um, but it's also really easy while you're taking it, if you're like actually not just answering and you're focusing on it, you can kind of know which answer they want. So I feel like maybe that was part of why it didn't really work because I was saying what they want to hear. So what's, you know, who I really am. But I think they're interesting. And and sometimes it's us too, right? Like I know when I've taken them, like I I picked the answer that I feel like I want to be, you know, so I can get the result that I want. I I just bring it up because the quote that I've seen recently that kind of stuck in my mind and I like to hear everyone's opinion about it. It was, uh, it was about personality tests and it was, you know, Carl Jung, you you heard of that guy before? Mm, Doesn't sound familiar. He's a philosopher or I don't want to say he's a, I feel like I got that wrong and everyone's (laughs) gonna, gonna tell me I'm wrong, but, um, he's either a theorist, a philosopher, like psychology person. Anyways, oh, okay. his uh, his quote on on it was, um, the world will ask you who you are, and if you don't know, it will tell you who you are. And I was like, damn, <laughs> in my mind. That is pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and you know, I think he, it wasn't. It was used to um, talk about personality tests and how like it can it can be good and bad but um it the whole documentary started off with uh with that quote and it just <laughs> i think it really you're like oh this is gonna be good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think it's right though I, if you don't know who you are you're very susceptible to just people telling you this is the kind of person and then it's kind of sad because you have to work even harder to get to actually like no that's not who i am <laughs> um, it is a trip because i like I think the same could be said for like, you know, I guess, uh, astrology, if, if that's what a, the term, you know, for zodiac signs. Oh, with the signs? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, like, I people tell me, you know, uh, the description of what a Taurus is, and I've read it too, and I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds like me, but I also haven't taken the time to read every single description of every sign, and, yeah. you know, at that point, you kind of feel like, oh, well, I see myself in every sign, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> So I'm not saying like it's wrong, but I, I just think like, you know, there's there's more to it than than what they're selling us. And because I think that that's what it is. They're, they're selling us this idea. And, 
you know, I think it can it can be hurtful if uh, someone bases their whole identity off what somebody else told them or like, you know, and yeah, that that's that's just the thought I had I wanted to get across. Or are you just trying to live up to what they're saying you should instead of listening to what's inside your your heart and your mind? Yeah, yeah. That happens. I think that happens a lot with kids and parents wanting them to you know, like, oh, I want you to be this or structure like this way or do this or that because these were the same mistakes I made in my younger years and they don't really give them the chance to be and grow who they need to be, you know? Like, learn the lessons they need to learn and find out who they really want. So maybe that's why it takes some people so long to find that out until they can get away from the little voices in their ear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny, you, you brought up, you know, like parents trying to tell kids to, to learn from their mistakes. That's probably probably one of the most frustrating things about being a parent, right? It's like, you see your kids yeah. following your same path, and you're like, don't do it! Like, I'm telling you, right now, it's not good! But then, you gotta draw yourself back and be like, well, they gotta experience it for themselves, it, you know, it, it's not gonna, the lesson isn't gonna hit the same if you just keep telling exactly. them. Exactly. Which, you know, uh, I think, I think I'm not a parent. I don't know <laughs> what parenting is going to look like, but, uh, you know, I, I can see myself having that internal, uh, struggle. Yeah. The internal struggle of like, do I want to be the asshole and like, you know, just force this lesson down their throat because, <laughs> you know, they, they, they tell you you're not going to realize until you get older, like the lessons yeah, your parents you teach you. Yeah, you want to protect them. Yeah. But it, We'll see. That is, I feel like that's probably one of the hardest things about parenting would be like trying to find a balance of not, you know, like creating the same mistakes you might have went through with your parents, but also you want your kid to be happy and healthy. So yeah. maybe that's why I don't have kids yet. <laughs> I don't want to be like, no, I'm going to pull my hair out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an interesting it's one of those pills that are interesting to swallow. It's like, how many, I don't know how many folks in our generation just kind of feel that way. Like, maybe I'm not cut out to be a parent. Um, but we have that, like, natural, I guess, need and want to to be a parent, right? To, like, you know, um, raise a, a new life up and everything. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of folks around our age that are choosing the other side. Like, you know, maybe let me just focus on making the world a better place for other people's children, you know, <laughs> or yeah. uh, other things like that. I don't know. I, that's another, I guess, internal struggle that I haven't put too much thought <laughs> on. <laughs> but I guess the older I get, the more I think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. I feel like I feel that way too. people, especially with, you know, like friends or family they'll say like are you not married yet or you know how many kids do you want them like but my timeline is not the same as your timeline that was great for you and your decisions but i don't you know like there's so many different kinds of life you can live you gotta remember you have to do what's right for you as long as you're not hurting someone you know you have to put yourself first yeah i guess my biggest thing is like I just hope that person isn't hurting themselves, you know, um, in, yeah. in the way of like, yeah, it's hard to, to live a different life than the people you're around sometimes because it's yeah. the it's just a different different level of I don't know. It's a just different place in life, even though you're around the same age as other people and, and everything. But like you said, everyone's timeline is different. Um, and we just gotta, gotta kind of find the, the, the comfort in, in like, yeah, we're doing what balance. we want to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's the, that's something that's very important that people forget. <laughs> Which part? Just that you can't base your, your life and your decisions off of someone else's. You have to remember it's different for you. Yeah. Yeah. Are are you uh I forget, are you are you big on social media or not so much, right? Um, not really. I have Snapchat just because I get points and gift cards <laughs> and I mean I used to and then I just I didn't like what it was doing to me. I just kind of you know, I got in that 
of like always wanting to check it and you know trying to see what other people are doing and I was like but if I'm focused on that then how am I focused on my you know like I need to focus on myself and I feel like it just wasn't good for my mental health I was like this is it was great to see family but then I was letting other stuff in that wasn't family related or friends so then I was like oh, I need to get rid of this yeah. <laughs> I was like I don't think this is good for me yeah that's a I mean I I would rather not but uh, because I'm trying to do all these things I have to kind of be on oh, yeah. it and um one thing that one feature on Instagram at least and uh I'm not like trying to hate on anybody but uh, you know there's there's like a, a a mute mute function where you can kind of like hide people's posts or you don't get their updates anymore and um that's, oh. that's something I've been leaning towards at least whenever I catch myself with negative emotions where I'm feeling like why am I looking at this it's not adding value to my life um i want to show love and like yeah i like what you're doing but i don't need it thrown in my face all the time so that's that's just like i yeah. think other social media outlets are doing the same thing but uh yeah now i feel you on that well it also kind of it would worry me that like i'm gonna post something and then wait for somebody to validate me <laughs> i'm like validations for parking you know like, <laughs> If I'm happy with it, then it doesn't matter that no one else knows about it, you know? Like, I don't know. I just, I got to the point where I don't want to, like, post every five minutes about I don't think anyone needs to know all of that. <laughs> I think there's, like, funny anecdotes or, you know, like, fun pictures. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not throwing a press conference every time that I, like, oh, I wanted to go get a coffee or something, you know? Like. It just gets a little, to me, it was a little too much. I didn't want to have to kind of feel like I'm, I don't know, I'm waiting for someone to tell me I'm, you know, like I'm cool. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, I, I posted this because I am cool. I don't need yeah. you to tell me that. <laughs> um, like, I lived through it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, now that you mention it, uh, it made me think about, like, you know how they, they changed the the they didn't change the term but they don't use the word validation you know what they use for for like the business purposes is a uh, oh what is it engagement like how much engagement oh are you getting how much <laughs> how many people are commenting and talking to you and i'm like man you feel me so <laughs> yeah people are always trying to change something but it's still the same concept you're just changing the package it's still the same inside <laughs> new and improved yeah. <laughs> you know yeah for real um let's move on to the next number i was like okay do, do i want to keep talking to this? <laughs> I uh, like with you and i it's really easy just to keep talking about everything you know i feel like that's most of our conversations just <laughs> tangents yeah it, it is and you know i i think I mean, I really dig it because, you know, it's not like we talk all the time, but what I really appreciate is that when we do talk, it just feels like, you know, we, the, the energy's there, you know, like our perspectives is there and, and we're so open to share it. Like, it's just a really good conversation. And, uh, you know, I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm sure you can yeah. tell. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, okay. So yeah. we'll go to the next section. And I like number five is my favorite number. So. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why either. <laughs> oh, you don't know why? They picked it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Something must have happened. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should look into that. I mean, you know, I looked into with number 34 being a part of my life and uh, me doing 34 questions. I had to look up what it meant because, you know, there's numerology. and Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a personality test. Right? They're, they're, they're putting a value <laughs> on this thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, after reading it, I was like, damn, this is this is like everything to me. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, check out uh, check out 34 when you get a chance to. I think you'll, you'll dig it. Um, but the fifth question uh, that you chose is what's the best memory you've had with either friends or family oh well there's a lot but some of my favorite ones are visiting you guys in california because i feel like no matter what we were doing i laugh so hard when i'm around all of my cousins and my aunties and uncles that i just it's like such a sincere i can't 
stop it, laugh. You know, it's like that one that you're, you like, you wait for it. Cause a lot of times you're, you think something's funny, but you're like, huh. But man, when we hang out, I'm like crying. My abs hurt after, like I just did a thousand crunches. It's just so much fun. Like it, we don't even have to be doing anything either. Just sitting around and talking. And I, I always just crack up. There's just, I can't even explain this to people. I'm like, you just have to be around them. I was like, they're just very entertaining. <laughs> Did you have a uh, favorite visit? Like if it was a certain, certain, when you were a certain age or, you know, certain time? Um, I think the last visit was nice just because it was, wasn't necessarily like everyone because we have such a big family, but I feel like, I feel really close to everyone I saw the last time. Like I talked to all of you guys the most. So it was just kind of nice being around, you know, people that I love that I don't get to see that often. And like, I got to hang out with my dad and, you know, I just, I think that was, I don't know, I felt very supported too. So I feel like that was a good one. And I, I literally could not stop laughing <laughs> no matter what we're doing. Everybody, you know, like even the, our new family members that we've gained over the years, feel like it's just people when we hang out, we, we know we just want to have like a good time and be happy. And I feel like it's so easy and like, there's no other times you don't have to be, so, watch what you say or watch what you do, but you could just be, be yourself. Like I'm always authentic and I don't have to worry about if I, like, if I am sorry about something, I could say, I'm sorry. You know, like, it's just, it's very easy and comforting to be around that group of people. And I just, I don't laugh like that all the time. So I'm always like, I gotta go back. <laughs> I miss it. I, you know, like I need that, that kind of lighthearted and like real happiness. For sure. Uh, I think that's something I can definitely appreciate about our family is that, you know, a big reason why I kind of created this uh, platform was because I was so tired of small talk and so tired of like only seeing the surface of folks or like getting to just to know that know that part of themselves and uh with our family like i think it's with like hopefully it's that's what it's like for someone and their family that they feel like those folks aren't putting up a wall or they aren't you know trying to just stay on the surface because we're family like you know Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of have to (laughs) yeah like there's really like regardless if you like like me or you don't like me we're still family like you know it, it, uh, so i can be myself no matter what um but yeah no, i can dig that and um yeah. how about for your friends like is there any particular like memory that you you kind of think about when you think of friends <laughs> um well, i have moments with them but i i feel like i was you know like being younger when i was always really quiet i still am very reserved so i I'm very, like, even without even realizing I'm doing it, I'm very picky and choosy about, like, what I share with people and how much they know. So I think a lot of the times when I've experienced something I, you know, really enjoy is with family, just because I, I feel like they know me a lot better than other people. Um, but there was, I was just thinking while you were talking, um, there was another experience that I've had that was, like, really special to me. Um, my brother, you know how he, he served a tour. Um, we actually went to New York together because we were trying to go to the Super Bowl. And we were able to, he was like the day after. Well, we, we got to watch the Super Bowl and watch the Seahawks win. So that was like beyond. And there was like all these things that happened during the trip. But we had a day before we like left. So we got to go see the world where the World Trade Center used to be. You know, like the footprints they have, they have like a memorial or I don't know what you call it. But it was like very surreal being there with him because he, you know, like went over to fight after all of that happened. And we like saw a couple cops that were there and we took a picture. And it was just like very, it was like a very special moment to be there with him. So like the whole trip was just... one thing after another and I never could have even imagined something crazy like that happening but it was just fun like having such you know like a great memory of oh the Seahawks won the Super Bowl you know like the first one ever and we were there and then being able to experience something that he actually 
was you know like kind of a part of the aftermath of it so i think it i think it meant something to him just because it was like why he went over there so it was like very special too i don't know if you've ever been there but you should definitely go they have like the footprint of where the buildings used to be or uh, it's a fountain now so it's like pretty intense but in a good way you know just like remembering yeah and no i've never been in new york um and you know i would definitely do all the touristy stuff and um if i ever make it you know like i, I know i'm always in awe like when i see uh any kind of what, what would i call it um any kind of monument or honor and then i see a list of names of all these folks who either you know lost their lives or were a part of it like i'm always just like you know i'm thinking to myself like i wish i knew these people i don't i don't know why like i wish that um there was more we could do than just to put their name like on this thing too you know uh so yeah it, it's weird because i would also hope that no one's name was like missed you feel me like yeah uh, that's also another thing that, like, i never thought about that i don't know i mean I, I think they do a pretty good job but it's always you know uh we we remember what's written or we remember what like history tells us to remember kind of thing and um I, when i think of like just just in general like you know i feel like we have a list of all the soldiers that passed right um that go after wars but then you know who has a list of all the folks that passed because of the war you know like i don't know where that is um yeah i don't know i I think that's like the weird thing about me and why like you know i have i I felt so compelled to to do this is because every single person kind of matters to me so uh, well you you understand the the importance of a situation or a place you know like you know that it's bigger than you and you just let that happen you're not like oh no i'm important or this that you like something that's that it's just like hard to explain like it's a bigger thing than any of us and then you see like every name that's engraved in there and you're like wow those were actual people so you have you give it the respect that it deserves you know what i mean that experience and when you have those moments and I think that's important to just respect what's going on. I, I, I definitely try to. And, uh, you know, sometimes I don't think I'm doing enough, but I guess that's that's all our everyone's problem. We don't feel like we're doing enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, let's let's move on to, to the next one. I feel like I'm talking too much for some reason. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but go ahead and uh, throw me another number. OK, we'll double down. Go 10. Same same level? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, what is something people generally dislike about you? There's probably a lot of things. <laughs> There's sometimes I feel like maybe I'm a little too aggressive with certain things that I'm passionate about, or I'm very stubborn. Some Filipino and German. <laughs> um, but I don't know, there's, lately I feel like people haven't given me any bad feedback. That's but great. when I was younger. Oh, okay. When you were younger. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just not paying attention because I don't, I'm like, oh, I don't care. But um, when I was younger, before I kind of came out of my shells, the term you'd call it, um, people would always tell me, they would, after I've known them for a little bit, they're like, I thought you were such a snob when I first met you. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> They're like, you're not. You're so nice. I'm like, I'm just quiet. Like, you just take it as, you know, like, I, I'm i just nervous around people. I'm kind of socially awkward, you know? They're like, no, 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 no you're, but you're not. You're so nice. I'm like, oh, okay. Why do I keep hearing that from people? <laughs> like, I think that may be part of the reason why I, I wanted to be a little more outgoing, just because I was a little bit tired. It was like, I'm not mean. I promise, like... 90% of the time, I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a good time. And sometimes I'm just quiet because I like, you know, I have a lot of thoughts that are going on in my head. So, but that was always a big one. <laughs> would, uh, would you consider yourself an overthinker? Yes, <laughs> very much so. 
and I don't know why I feel like maybe I've gotten better at it just because I'm very aware of it but my mind doesn't usually stop unless I I like make sure you know I take melatonin and go to bed it just doesn't it it'll keep on going and I don't know why I don't know if it's just the world we live in where we're constantly inundated with information but definitely overthink <laughs> what would you say has been more of a gift or a curse I think it's 50 50 because sometimes you know you just want to stop and just enjoy what's going on and sometimes I think it has stopped me from making worse decisions so because I'm usually just a fickle pickle about everything <laughs> like whether it's like what I want to eat or if I want to buy this top or like where I want to live or if I want a new job and I'll just go back and forth for so long so I think it definitely makes sure that I it'll like catch me from being too spontaneous and like wasting half of my money or something <laughs> something like that where I'm like oh let me go buy a boat I don't have a way to tow it or where to go but I'm gonna buy a boat you know I feel you I feel you um I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now this is a okay. this is a question. Uh, I don't know if you you saw the curveballs at the end of the of the thing. You, you, I think you did because <laughs> you said you read the yeah. whole thing. Um, but this one is going to be one of the fill in the blanks, and it is I'm too young to blank. I'm too young to be this tired all the time. <laughs> you been feeling tired a lot lately, or just working yeah, hard? Yeah, I think it's just. Um, everything that's been going on in the world. I'm always, I always still get these like bouts of where I'm so exhausted, even though I maybe just ran like one errand where I just have to take a nap and recharge. But, you know, I'm in my thirties and I feel like I'm 90 sometimes because I'm like, I just want to stay home and sleep or, you know, like read a book or watch a movie. I don't want to be out there while I get around. <laughs> Yeah, it like feels like we're not doing enough, right? <laughs> yeah, like we gotta do more. Um, what would you say is like if you were gonna say there's one issue that the society needs to focus on? Um, what what would be that first issue? How we treat each other. Mm. I feel as though we have. All these other things that are trying to hurt us and kill us, you know, there's natural disasters and there's disease and we're treating each other so horribly for no reason. And it's just, it's frustrating that you don't have to act like that. You, everyone can just be nice and it would be easier to fight against all the other things that are going on. Because to me, it's sad that something terrible has to happen, like a or tornado or earthquake somewhere and something terrible for people to come together. We should be able to come together and accept each other's differences and just keep building kind of what we've already been building all these years, you know, like because of differences we have, like we have amazing technologies and advancements in the medical field. You know, I think that it's frustrating that people still treat each other that way. No matter how many years before us and how many people before us, we've been shown that it just doesn't work. We can't, we just can't seem to get it together and we just have to be vindictive and evil to each other. And I don't understand it. I feel like that would help so much of what's wrong with the world. Not everything, but I think it would help a lot more and kind of get to a point where we don't have to be so, like have such devastation that's it's definitely one of those things that I don't, I don't really get headaches or migraines but damn I, I feel like there's just this thing in my head that squeezes when I think about how we don't why, why we can't be on the same page you know like um just just the golden rule right like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so simple but for some reason yeah people want to feel like they're better than each other and or like you know and want everybody else to know that they're better than that other person and um I don't know. I, I really, 
don't get it uh but maybe that's why i am where i'm at and i'm not <laughs> i'm not the one percenters out there you feel me because <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I, I feel like the one percenters like because to be successful to be like this crazy business person i think there's like this game like psychological game that these folks are playing with everybody like who they are that they present and then who they really are and what they're really thinking right like do you really need all that money like do you really need like you know um all that stuff when you know they, they say there's all these billionaires when if they just gave a percentage of what they had then all these problems would be fixed yeah i want to believe that but now that i'm saying it i feel like it's not even a guarantee right like you you give you just give money you never know what people are going to use it for so i feel like my my argument is uh is slowly done right now but um yeah i mean i think it would help but you know like not just giving somebody something teaching them as well because i feel like that's probably part of it people don't get lessons sometimes whatever their circumstances you know whether it's your parents passed away when you're young or you're just you know you don't have the guidance that you should so i feel like it's a two-sided thing money can help but you actually have to know what to do with it <laughs> it's not just the fix-all kind of thing yeah. That makes sense. yeah there's this uh i don't know you heard of uh the ubi universal basic income that they've been kind of talking about no so, i mean, probably should <laughs> i mean it's, it's not it's not a, a for sure thing and there's a lot of challenges to it uh, there are a lot of smaller cities that are running pilot programs for it which everyone are, are saying like it's not a true ubi because it doesn't last forever the idea is that everyone in america would get you know a thousand dollars a month because just because you know and there's the at least the support for it is like we give this extra thousand dollars to people then a lot of the stuff that worries them a lot of the stuff that makes them feel trapped or makes them feel like depressed it goes away because then all of a sudden you have options you have you know what would you use that thousand dollars for you know some people for their kids some people for their hobbies maybe start a business and like it just like rejuvenates our economy and and americans in general right like everyone's like oh now i can do something um yeah. so yeah there's there's programs like that right now in, in different cities um out here i believe it's in stockton in stockton california um just a small city but like the the things that they're seeing coming out of it has been pretty positive like people that's aren't good. people aren't using it for alcohol and drugs and stuff at least at least that's what the statistics <laughs> say and I, I don't know how much like I the majority of them are yeah um but maybe one day maybe one day <laughs> i would love I it think, i think that's you know like you have to be walk a very fine line with that and kind of that idea of just giving everybody a participation award. I think it's great to help people, but I also think if you don't understand the importance of working hard for a goal you have, then you're, you know, you're not really going to appreciate it or learn from the whole situation the same way you would if you worked for it. You know what I mean? So like we were saying about the rain and the sun, like you can't appreciate how good something can be if you didn't have the, you know, like the sweat and tears to go into it. Because I know like anything that I, big things that I've had happen where I've actually worked for it, I feel very, a lot different than if something was given to me. Like my first pair of fancy shoes that I bought, I had worked and I, you know, I was like, oh, I can't spend that kind of money. And then, no, I'm going to. I bought them I was like yeah I did that like I went to work and I did what I was supposed to do and I saved I was like that feels good like when I wore them I'm like yeah look at my fancy shoes someone didn't just buy them for me like I went out and I did what I was supposed to do and I think it's good to help people but it's also good that they learn to work hard for things as well you know what I mean like you have to have a balance with everything <laughs> balance of everything because you actually made me think about like maybe us if, if ubi were to happen the folks that lived without it would feel like okay i appreciate this 
But then you have that next generation where that's all they ever had, and they're like, "Oh, it's cool. I get a thousand dollars every month anyway." <laughs> yeah, that's they don't even get different... a tax. They're like, oh, "Well, it's already coming." Yeah, yeah, it's it, a balance. It's a balance, and uh, <laughs> I think we're a long ways from from that happening. But man, if it does, I, like I think people, <laughs> I think Americans would be feeling pretty proud to be American when that day comes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll and I, I don't know. I think, I think that's a tough one. You know, like it's easy to do something on a small scale, but when you try to make it as big as they want, it, I mean, that's rough. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's already, harder. <laughs> we, we we can't even decide which direction to go in right now, <laughs> regardless yeah. of like the money. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just a heads up, we have about 10, 15 minutes left in the pod. Oh my um, gosh. I know, it flew by really quick. Uh, just want to thank you again for stopping by. Hope you're having fun. Um, oh yeah. Well, I yeah, for. I didn't realize it had already been an hour. <laughs> for sure. Uh, let's go back to some more numbers. Would you like to stay okay. in the middle range or maybe, you know? <laughs> um, We'll go on the deeper questions. All right. Uh, what number would you like to choose? You see, at 5, 10, 12. Uh, we'll go 21 because that was a good age for me of realizing things about myself. <laughs> word, word. Uh, what's the last sign you saw? Like, you know, when people are saying, I'm looking for a sign. What, what's the last oh. sign you've seen for yourself? I feel like the last one and the one that keeps coming to me the most is I should be a foster parent. I feel like there's things like shows I've watched or books that I've read that I probably wouldn't have, but I did. And it has that message of like, you can do it pretty much. Like, it's okay if you're not married or you've never had kids. I feel like that's the loudest one, but I'm so nervous about it that I don't know <laughs> if I'm ready for it. What, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what makes you nervous about it? Um, for me, I think the kids that are in foster care, you know, to be a kid again and not have to worry about food or a place like a roof over their head or clothes, they, they deserve to just be a kid and go to school and talk with their friends. And I'm nervous that, you know, like I want to be more financially stable so I don't have to worry about like telling them no they can't have something I'm not going to spoil them but I want them to just not have to worry about that not have any sense of my anxiety about something and I want to be I don't know like I feel like I just I think I need to do it but I just I'm so nervous because it's another human being you know like you're protecting a, a life like it feels so important to me that I just don't know if I'm ready but you know people say that all the time like you don't know if you're ready until you do it but I I just think that deserves so much because those kids have been through so much that I don't I wouldn't want to be another contributing factor to them having a terrible life you know what I, mean? I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> no it does it does because you know it feels like well you know we're always unsure so the kind of quality and care that we're, we're trying to like give them is is so it's a uh, it's a mystery right like you think you're trying your best but you don't know how it's being yeah. taken by the other person um did i tell you about like the idea that i had if i was like you know well off and i didn't have to worry about money but um like adopting kids that are like 16 17 like <clears throat> so they won't stay with me for too long but you know i want to help set them up for like their adulthood and like, I feel like 16, 17, I could kind of get that point across where I could tell them straight up that like, you know, I, I know that this is, I'm not somebody that's like been a part of your life forever or anything like that. But, you know, I want these next couple of years just to help, you know, get you kind of like thinking about what the next, what your whole life is going to be about. Cause you've had it rough, you know, up to this point. But I want to show you that it doesn't have to be that way all the time. Cause that could be a trap kids get into is like, my life sucks and it's always gonna suck you know 
um but i can't speak for foster youth i i, I don't think <laughs> I, I know too many of of them uh to say anything but yeah that that's like if if i could then that would be definitely something i would like try to pursue um and I don't know if that's the right way or the wrong way, but I want to give it a shot. Like, you know, find a kid that I feel like I can vibe with and be like, yo, man, or uh, not man. <laughs> I know uh, you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I feel bad because I use guys and, and man like, you know, pretty. I yeah, like, is it, I don't mean to I be don't sexist. Mean it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys. And I'm like, oh, no somebody might not want to be called that um yeah but, every time i do it i notice it i think oh i'm really not trying to disrespect you it's like half the time i don't know what's flying out of my mouth something you know if i'm just in the moment but yeah i i agree with you what you're saying about that finding someone who you still have the ability to support them and just have, give them that comfort and security even that push and you know yeah and just be like if if you to make them feel like there is somebody out there that cares about them right and like yeah. regardless of how you feel about me it doesn't mean i'm that that unconditional love you know that maybe foster mm -hmm. youth haven't gotten or been exposed to uh i'm currently working with kids who've who've had it pretty rough and uh, it was my first day today so I, oh uh, wow congratulations <laughs> thank you um uh, and i don't know and like I'm, I was just a shadow, you know, so I was like in the back of the room and just watching how the other staff kind of handled the job. And, uh, you know, I'm just thinking in my head, like, man, I, I, wonder, I wonder what it, this is going to be like when school starts, because I'll be the school's almost ending. So a lot of kids aren't showing up, which is uh, understandable. But yeah, once fall comes around, I'm going to be like, you know, trying to build these relationships and trying to to, to give that that energy to them. And um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, and I always think it's not going to be, you know, like on a movie or a show. I know it's going to be hard, so I don't want to go into thinking that oh, it's going to, you know, like it's going to be tough at first, and then something, some crazy situation is going to happen, and then I'm just going to be happiness, and you know, like I know it's going to be rough. There's a lot of deep seated issues you have to work through, and I just feel like if you're going to do it, I want to be that support like you were saying like be able to give them that feeling of like okay i belong somewhere and i have a family that's another reason too is our family is so big well on both my mom and dad's side that like once you're in you're in for life so like who wouldn't want to have come from maybe just like a broken family to have like oh there's all these people oh okay <laughs> you know yeah. i think it would be a great thing to share for sure for sure i mean who knows i'm not gonna rule it out and you know maybe one day i'll, I'll meet my new uh new relative <laughs> maybe both of us one day we'll be like oh look we'll have we'll have so <laughs> we'll have so so many relatives <laughs> and then all of a sudden we'll be like oh it happened like we'll have that moment where you just see each other like oh we both did it <laughs> You know it's crazy. I found out in California they they try to get rid of all the foster foster uh, homes because um, they don't they don't think it's uh, I think too many people were taking advantage of the system and we're getting oh, the, getting the checks fun. from foster kids and not really like using it for the kids. Yeah. And that's why I think California was all like, oh, we're not doing that no more. Um, it's all short term. I forgot it was like short term placement rehab. Yeah, yeah. and like. The, it's there's more of a push to find permanent homes and be like no we're gonna find someone to adopt you we're not just gonna put you in a home that like you, you don't know how long you're gonna stay there for you feel me which yeah, yeah. balance i see the good and, and bad in it um well yeah. that's the thing too is like if i do that I, it's gonna be for the rest of their life in my life you know i don't want to just be a temporary like oh no i'm gonna be like Lou. <laughs> now you're stuck with me <laughs> I just think that it's important to give someone stability when they have. And yeah, you go. You're gonna be the mom. Call, call him like yeah. every every day. Yeah. Like, hey, how, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you eating enough food? Enough vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna call you every day. Do you need more underwear and socks? <laughs> All right. Well, we, we made it to the concluding portion of uh, 34 questions. But 
before we go there uh i have this new thing and eventually it's not going to be new anymore but it's <laughs> it's called the 34th mantra um and it's you know i try to have my guests come on and and have create a mantra for themselves the the phrase is i am i can i will so i am blank i can blank and i will blank how would you fill that in for yourself I was I. Sorry, I am. I, I am. I can. I can. I will. And I will. I am strong. I can figure it out. And I will be a foster parent one day. Oh, you said it. <laughs> you you said it. So now it's for reals. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, See, now you have to do it. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, no pressure, no pressure. No, know? no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't post this anywhere. I know we will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll have some time. This won't be posted for a while, but uh, so yeah. you could change your mind and tell me tell me that you change your mind. But if you ever needed, no, it's in the universe now. In the universe, and uh, if you ever need a reminder, you'll you'll have that little recording of yourself, you know, just to boost you up again. Oh <laughs> uh, no, people holding me accountable. That's what I need in life. Honestly, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, that's tough too. Because even when I try to ask people to hold me accountable, it like ends up being my choice. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's not what I needed. <laughs> that's um, what I try to get people to do too. I'm like, just tell me. It's okay. Like, I'm asking for you to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, concluding portion, this next question is from my previous guest. Uh, shout out to Kara okay. and um, it tied in hi Kara <laughs> it tied in all the way back to that, that beginning question but it is if you could start a chain reaction what would you start like if you knew you could definitely definitely what I said like just having people realize if you just help like one person that you don't know we're never gonna meet what kind of difference that would make if we all did that like instead of posting that one selfie let's do that you know, and just see what kind of world that you know this could be. Yeah, and you know, I think you've already started that. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. I hope. I mean, you know, the thing you did for my mom definitely, you know, inspired me to do all things too. Because sadly enough, I couldn't get myself to do that stuff. And uh, you know, you came through and, and did it, so it was definitely inspiring. So <laughs> it's a five-year goal that came true. You don't know how great that was. Like it's a win for everyone. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was, and uh, can't can't thank you enough. Um, my next question for you is, what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to for questions? Does it have to be a deep question, or can it be a fun question? It could be. It could be light or heavy. It's all up to you. Okay, because lately, well, I've always been interested in food because it's one of my favorite things, but what is your favorite dish of all time? All time. Any, uh, and then I have to watch it because I want to know. I want to try it. <laughs> that's a good good way to do it. Good way to do it. Um, and yeah, if you if you want to know who Kara is, who asked you this question, um, her her your her episode will be right right before yours. So okay, perfect. Um, she actually has her own podcast. Uh, it's called The Conquest of Bliss. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. If you want to get get to know her more, check check her out. Check out Conquest of Bliss because <laughs> um, she was really dope. Um, and yeah, when you see the episode, you'll you'll probably like understand like, oh yeah, we could help, we could super vibe. Um, have you met her before was that the first time doing was the a, interview it was the first time during the interview uh-huh. yeah I mean you know it's it's been pretty awesome like I I enjoy every interview I do uh, because they, they bring something different and like it's either me connecting with someone I haven't connected in a while or you know someone completely new which you know I like getting to know strangers but I'm I'm not like super the type to like just chop it up with people at the bar or anything um because i don't know how how deep i can get into conversation because i don't like yeah. the surface stuff but everybody that i'd never met and came onto the show kind of vibed with me in that sense of like 
oh dude like let's go deep like it doesn't matter and then i'm like oh for sure man like i wish <laughs> i wish i could meet people like you out there and um uh, what's been great is i think people come into the show already like assuming and wanting to, to do that yeah uh, when you're yeah. out there in the world not everybody's gonna be like too receptive if like you know i just ask them oh what do you th- uh, yeah. how, how, how well do you know yourself you know like they kind of like oh no what do you want do you want me to sign something or do you need money what are you selling and i'm like yeah hey, you know but for sure what is your favorite dish of all time we'll see who, who yes. ends up with that question um, okay text it to me before the episode is so i can try it no doubt. we can do like a follow-up and we're we're both eating it <laughs> yeah oh that, that could be something like you know if if this takes off and all, all the greatest things happen with it then i am gonna find a way to to bring everybody back that i've ever interviewed like oh my gosh. you know some kind awesome. of like bigger celebration or something that's a yeah one of my goals for this is to like uh get that world record of most people interviewed and um you know to for that to happen i gotta get everybody's name and like everyone's gonna be part of that list like that i submit to the guinness world of records and everything so how fun would that be though like on that day of having a picture with every single person and by that time no mask we're all just healthy yeah <laughs> we're holding hands you know like, yeah this or something <laughs> i can uh, see that happening see you put it in the universe now you gotta just keep doing what you're doing execution <laughs> all right and, i uh, believe in you <laughs> thank you i believe in you too so Oh, thanks. <laughs> and uh, my last question for you: um, five hundred down, five hundred years down the road, our descendants are watching this video. What would you tell them? Oh, I think be sincere in your actions. If you're gonna do something. Don't do it just to do it. You know. Like, if you're going to say, I love you, really mean that I love you. And if you're going to help people, really help them because you want to help them, not just because you want someone to know you did it, you know, or so you feel good about yourself. Like, do everything, every action sincerely. Sure. Sure. Any last things you want to say before we head out of here? I'm very proud of you, and I, I just... I want you to be successful and happy in life, whichever, wherever it takes you. <laughs> then I'll be here to be one of your fans waiting for an autograph. <laughs> nah, we, we family. You don't got to be one of my fans. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm always going to be a fan. I'm a fan of all of you guys. Thank you. Thank you, cuz. Um, yeah, uh, I, I want to thank you again for, for coming on, stopping by, bringing your unique energy to the show. Um, I want to thank all the folks out there for also tuning in, checking it out. And uh, yeah, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. Catch you guys next time on Before Questions. I'm back. Uh, that, that was basically the end of it. Um, and okay. yeah.